ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Have you ever played that game, Never Have I Ever? Mm -hmm. You ever get one of them super embarrassing questions where you don't want to pick up the drink? Like, I don't know, like I shit my pants at work? Yes and yes. That's why I prefer to play the game. Who said true? What is who said true? It's a free, friendly game that you play on your phone, laptop, iPad, anywhere with anybody. I play with my friends all the time. I've never played. Like I said, I play with my friends. So anyways, you, you punch it into your phone. I'm already there. That was easy. That's, right. I, myself, prefer the deck WTF. And is that a kind of risque game it's in the r-rated oh boy don't you worry we could play with your daughter or at your school g pg all kinds of categories can just you and i play yes to play but people play we'll play soon i prefer to play with with more if i want to play where do i go who said true.com slash dimples in the beard where who said true.com slash dimples in the beard hello <laughs> Can you guys hear me? We sure can. We can now. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, we, great. We just, I have to wear my glasses. I'm blind as a bat. We were just listening to you. So. Oh, you were? Oh, were yeah. you in the Discord? Yeah, yeah. Oh, who were you guys in the Discord? You didn't raise your hand. You didn't ask any questions. Well, we got in. We got in late, and okay. uh, and I don't even know how to use it, so that's why we okay. have you here tonight. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know what? There was. It was mostly playmates in the audience. I'll be honest with you. It was so great. I don't know if you recognized a bunch of those girls. You probably interviewed mm-hmm. a lot of them already. Oh, I, I, I and, heard our friend um, Echo Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. Love, we, yeah. We love Echo. Yeah, yeah. She's great. So um, I haven't been invited on her podcast yet, but, you know, that's another story. We'll, <laughs> we'll be hitting her up soon. No, just like, joking. She's great. She's great. We talk all the time. She's a doll. Yeah. And we, we do. I heard Amber at the end. We have her coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll be talking to her. Oh, great. Yeah. So, yeah. So that you know, the most of the girls that were on there are not the girls that are actually in the first drop. They're part of the hundred girls that are coming up in the next. Um, and I wish I could announce like my partnership with this great company. It's mm-hmm. a seven billion dollar tech company that invented the NFT, and I can't give away anything more than that. But um, they have done a partnership with me, and um, we're we're going into signing contracts and um, putting the developers together and the creative team as we've been meeting and stuff. So I'm super excited because it's going to be a game changer for sure. So we, I haven't announced any news. of this on our roadmap. So it's all I've been chomping at the bit. Right now we're just talking about metaverse and you know 
um, that type of thing with with the with the current drop. So yeah, we we heard you mention something about a partnership in the Discord, and we thought, oh, is she talking about cocktails with nipples in the beard? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's close to seven billion. We're close, close, yeah, yeah, yeah close. That's yeah. It. Anyway, uh, let's get let's get Victoria Fuller, Miss January nineteen ninety six, introduced first. Absolutely, and welcome uh, back. Yeah, welcome back. Thanks, our, guys. You guys are you guys are great. Last time we talked for a long time. I probably won't have that. I probably won't go on and on this time. But um, last time we had a lot of fun. I don't drink, so I can't really participate in the yeah, in the drink. But it looks re- but all your drinks look really good every time you guys talk about your drinks. Yeah, well, we've we've kind of now. We've kind of stopped trying to make our own. We just talk to guests and whatever the guests want to drink, we drink. And if if we have a guest who doesn't drink, then we'll just have a beer or some whiskey or something. We'll so have some Scotty Pippin bourbon. So there you go. There it's you. not that I don't don't drink. I just don't. I mean, maybe once or twice a year, but it's I recently what? had a glass of wine at dinner. I took my daughter out to dinner and I said, I'm gonna get she's a glass of wine. She's like, Really? So it had been about two years. I just never don't like it. I just don't. Sure. It's, well, for some reason, it sounded good. I'm like, I bet they're going to have good wine. And it was, it was an amazing glass of wine. Yeah. But I never think about having a drink. It's just never my, been my thing because I get really tired. And of course, if I'm driving, I don't want to drink. So I'm right. like, I'm such a lightweight. I took two sips. And I was like, I'm already drunk. I took two <laughs> sips. I'm like, I'm like such a lightweight. I couldn't even finish it. Well, that's but, okay. um, it's a lot cheaper to drink that way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, girls shouldn't have to pay anything for drinking, in my opinion, but that's just me. <laughs> I, would, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> on board, on board. And 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 I, I mean, even if you were, even if you did drink sometimes, tonight's tonight's business, right? You got business to do. So tonight's business. It's yeah. been one thing or another. I've been all day. I am all day every day right now. Um, yeah, it's, and, um, the war in Ukraine is not helping. <laughs> Let's mm, just mm. put it that way. Yeah. I, I'm really, uh, actually my daughter and I were talking about it and she's like, I don't understand. And I don't really fully understand. I really need to do my, uh, research and really, really have an understanding, you know, like outside of the news and talk to people and stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on Twitter about it, but, um, I'm definitely feeling nervous about it for sure. I oh, mean, yeah. it's really sad. Yeah, it's really sad. I don't know if our president is up for the task, so it's, I'm very concerned. I yeah, I, I think am we well. all need to be. Yeah, but yeah. I, no, yeah. I don't think he is, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a different story, and we'll drink to that. But um, yeah, so I just worried about our servicemen going over there. Oh. And, you know, obviously, it just like that just breaks my heart to think that there our people are just heading over there that have to but, go uh, right. Well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I, didn't, I didn't want to put a damper on the whole podcast, but yeah, that's kind of the looming cloud right now for sure. Well, hopefully we stay home. It's, Let them fight their own battles. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's relevant. So it it's is. what's happening yeah, right now. It, it is. is. As it's it is uh, with your business adventures. So <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't uh, impact it too much for you that uh, people can enjoy it for what it is, even what? in these bit times. Right. Time will tell. Yeah, it's still, everything's really new. I mean, we just launched. So in my opinion, on day one, we should have had a million followers and we should have been you know, like whatever. And so like, I'm like, where is, what's going on? It's, it's a, it's definitely a lot of work. It's definitely, definitely a lot of work. It's a, tw- it's a really a 24 hour job since it's a global community. So it's, I, I'm trying to stay in touch with, you know, people in Europe and stuff like that, because there's, you know, a huge NFT buyer community that's over there. And I really want to be able to connect with them and and um, yeah, so I'm up all hours of the night. Sometimes I wake up at like three in the morning. I'm like, I just got to get on the Discord. I I, I got to get on the Discord, and I'll 
I'll talk to people. So at least I feel, you know, at least they feel like there's just someone always there. I mean, we have a team obviously, but you know, um, there's, you can't cover all the hours all the time. Mm -hmm. At this point, we haven't grown the team yet with adding more moderators because of how many members we have. But yeah, the discord is a funky place. Uh, The girls are, the girls are like, you know, just getting into that AMA was, it's been a challenge for them. You know what I mean? They're like, it's, it's really a learning curve. Once, once you're in, you figure it out, you're like, oh, okay. Cause really, as we all know, it's for the gaming industry, right? Like that's, that's kind of who started discord was like, you know, all these kids playing Fortnite and stuff, they get on their discord and they talk to each other and they exchange stuff. And um, so, and now schools are using it. Everybody's using it. Yeah. I absolutely. I know absolutely nothing about it. First of all, I just want to say thank you because obviously you're very, very busy these days and you took time out of your schedule to talk to us. Yeah. So first of all, we, we really appreciate you coming back on. I know you had hinted, yeah. you hinted last time when we talked to you. They're just getting into it. That so. you had something big coming up and obviously yeah. this is it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, so hopefully this will take this time so you can explain it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, to the simple yeah. minds like us that, um, yes, I've heard some things, but... I guess it's going to be, I could talk and then, and you correct me or we just, we, <laughs> you walk us yeah. through what it actually is. Okay. Well, I'll give you a little kind of in a nutshell version. Um, so it's not to bore people, but basically it's NFT technology and the thought behind it, the whole idea behind what we're doing is, um, you know, there's several hundred of us playmates that were between Merrill Monroe and Hugh Hefner's death, which, which is when the Playboy was sold. That they, they don't that you know we're, we associate with Playboy. We love Playboy, but we but we but we don't. You know what I mean? They they moved to like whatever it is that they're doing, and they don't really have a lot of use for us. Yeah. We are not mm-hmm. traveling around the world. We're not monetizing our intellectual property as a playmate. Um, they aren't. They're not doing much with it, and we can't like you know like ask them hey can we you know like can you use this for something like can we get involved we've we've all been so busy for the last i'd say 20 years playmates well last before anyways up until 2017 playboy was they kept us really busy even even in even though you were playmate for several years you were still busy i was busy i was busy all the time it just didn't even matter what age or anything we were such a group and um, so now that's a different landscape. And the, what I was getting at was that I wanted to create a brand separate and apart from Playboy using all my Playmate sisters, having them come all on board and they couldn't have agreed more. I mean, I was afraid that they'd be like, no, I still love Playboy and whatever. And it's, it's like, it's not that we don't love Playboy, but let's let's monetize our celebrity and take control. And we don't need the rabbit ears, the bunny costume. Hugh Hefner is not even involved with Playboy anymore. I mean, he's obviously passed away, but his intellectual property was separated at his death. And so in order for Playboy to even use his name or his likeness or mention him, they have to pay the foundation. And, and obviously that's just not happening. If you follow Playboy at all, they'll mention stuff like in 1965, blah, 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 um, Playboy did this and that. And it's like, actually Playboy didn't do that. It was actually Hef, but that's just kind of the, that's just kind of like how it goes now, right? Like it's not, sure. Hef is not brought into. And so, um, so yeah, I want so I wanted to use this NFT technology to create um, a different platform for the girls to interact with fans, new fans, old fans, whoever, and um, and 
have collectors and traders once again be able to collect us under one hub. And with these um, NFTs, there's going to be trading cards and a comic book. And right now we're about to do a generative drop. And anybody that buys any of the NFTs will receive a gold membership uh, key, which will be their entry into our mansion in the metaverse. So we're remaking the mansion and we're going to be multi metaversal. I don't know if that's the right term, but we are. <laughs> In multi-metaverses, we're not just going to be in Decentraland and Sandbox or Solana. Um, I don't want to mention a couple other ones because it's it's a surprise still. Um, but but we are going to have a mansion that's built out and we will be able to plop it down in the metaverse. Um, and members will be able to use their gold key to get in and do um, exclusive events. The playmates will be there. They'll be able to interact with us live with their avatars. They'll be able to buy exclusive assets like uh, wearables and exclusive NFTs you can't get anywhere except for if you're a member. Um, and we, it, the sky's the limit as to what you can do. You could have gambling night, you could have a gallery night, you could have a DJ night, you could have. So what we want to do is kind of mimic some of the parties that Playboy had like Halloween, Midsummers, New Year's Eve. So we'll have a free party the day before and then have the next day be the party. And um, so the day before, maybe we'll have like a a, like a like a runway show where we're modeling uh, costumes, wearable costumes that you can buy for your avatar and that are made by by us girls or our gatefolds or whatever the company. And um, and then we can all wear them to the, the party the next night. So it's not a it's not a 365 day a year access membership. It's one or two days a month. And there'll be really super exclusive events. And hopefully we'll build up to a point where we have lots of special guests, possibly celebrities, sports people, whoever we can cram in there and, and really make it something to talk about. So that's kind of, um, that's kind of uh, the, the main roadmap right now is the, this drop and then the metaverse. And then in addition to the virtual reality metaverse, we are also doing AR, which is augmented reality and augmented reality refers to like if you remember the pokemon game mm-hmm. where you have the phone and it's like it's not there but when you're in your phone he's there so odd so i we're with a group called uh, reality world and they have purchased land and this is going to be hard to explain but they have purchased land all over the world that they can set down these digital assets um through augmented reality technology so they are creating the mansion which will end up being in spaces around the world where it's not a VIP thing to get in, but anybody can go to like um, like Museum Park in Miami. They have they they own the whole park, the land of the whole park. So they're going to build out a mansion, and then people can go with their phones and actually uh, like a portal get inside of the mansion and check it out and be able to walk around. So. So, so it'll be a weird sight because people will be walking around with their phone, right? Like this in the <laughs> right. park, bumping into each other and there's nothing there, but it'll be a pretty immersive um, experience. Um, and also it's, it's just another way for us to uh, bring um, our brand to the, you know, to the, to the audience, our audience, you know, to yeah. the public. So it's, it's kind of really exciting. It is, and it's and, and it's just um, it feels to me like anything you can think of is possible, and so in that sense, being a creative force is really exciting because it's like, oh, what if we do this? And like, totally possible. Just got to get the developer, the Web three developer, and he writes the code, and he, I mean, it's, these people are so smart; it's blowing my mind. Like, how do they know how to do this shit? I, I, I can't even imagine. No idea. Typing numbers like the matrix and like something spits out the other side. That's the mansion in in a park that people can go visit. It's, 
it's blowing my mind. So, and um, Apple is actually coming out with a pair of glasses. I don't remember Google, the Google glasses. Yeah. They were ahead of their time and they get, they got in trouble and they, the, I don't know, the government or whoever like shut them down. They're like, it's, you can't cause it's whatever it did. It, they felt it was an invasion of people's privacy, cool. but Apple is coming out with a, um, a pair of glasses that are specifically for augmented reality uh, along with many other things. And so that's due out in like 14 months. And when that happens, anybody that has those glasses, one of the functions will be able to see any AR, um, a uh, AR um, displays. I don't know what you call them. You like wherever they are. I mean, they're not the only ones that do this thing. So it'll be something that will be more and more and more happening. It'll almost be like a virtual billboard, a virtual statue, virtual advertising, marketing. Um, I mean, kind of think of like Blade Runner with stuff just, you know, flying through the air and weird shit. So hopefully it won't get too crazy like that, but that's, that's kind of the idea is a whole nother, way to connect with uh, the public on anything so it should be interesting it, it sounds it. very interesting it sounds almost it's unbelievable so but you know um, it's but I so incredible so many things going around in my head right I, now i know i'm just like that was that was intense i'm trying to figure like form questions off of that <laughs> oh sorry i know i talked really fast i wanted to make sure and like like it, it's hard to do it in a nutshell and like whenever i onboard a new playmate I, I have to give her, it takes about an hour and I have to give her the rundown of what an NFT is, what the function is, where it came from, what the use is, why we're doing it, where we're going, how it's going to affect her and what I see in the future. And like, you know, on and on and on. And, and then the whole, and then the whole nutshell thing that I told you about, but in more detail. And like, at the end of the conversation, both her and I are like, so wiped out. We're like, okay, we're ready for a nap. We're like totally exhausted. Um, it's just a, it is a copious amount of information to try and not only understand, learn, but also to convey to someone who has never heard of it. So yeah, I think until yeah. you submerse yourself into it, it's hard, it's hard to have somebody tell you what it is and really get it. So it's, it's almost need to experience it. Yeah, you, yeah. Something you need to definitely experience to really grasp. And we are, like I said, we, uh, we listened in you know, and, and, and we're, I, I just feel, I feel like such a boomer when, uh, when this kind of stuff goes on, because I'm like, I think we just hit this button and then they're going to be, there's going to pop here. I didn't know if there was a video or what, and then my phone it's is more, talking. It's, it's more simple than you thought though, right? Because you thought there was a little bit more that was going to happen, but really you just go to the discord and press that button and you're in the channel. So, yeah. so it's, it's, it seems a lot more complicated than it is, but it's, it's not actually discord is simple. Once you understand mm-hmm. the function and how to navigate you really you realize oh this is it like this is this is all there is it's really not that com- I, I mean i think like facebook and twitter i i find incredibly i i have a hard time navigating especially facebook now i like took a break for like a year and i went back i i don't know how to find myself yeah. you know i'm like <laughs> I, where is my profile right. <laughs> you know like I had multiplied a private and I had a public and like, I don't even know how to toggle between the two. So I'm like trying to update it and put new stuff and promote this product. <laughs> and on again. like, I don't know what I'm doing. So it's, it's like, yeah, everything's a learning curve. Even the things that are, um, so that is, you think is what you're doing associated with the faith with Facebook and their metaverse. Well, you know, well, traditionally 
Well, yes and no. Okay. So traditionally, traditionally, Facebook has been kind of a much more older crowd. Like my mom is on Facebook, my grandma's on Facebook, you know, like people are on Facebook are people that maybe are less technically inclined, let's face it. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. been like, a because it was around for so long and it's simple and we're all kind of there and it's just a messaging thing or whatever. But I was in a Twitter space room, which is like the AMA thing. I don't know if you know what Twitter space is, but they're kind of taking over and Mm -hmm. they were talking about, you know, someone's like, Oh, NFTs, you don't go to Facebook for NFTs. And one guy said, well, actually you'd be surprised. I went into some Facebook chats. I didn't even know they had those. And he said, there's a whole community in there. And it's a really amazing booming community. And so I thought, Oh, I'm going to go. That's why I went back on Facebook only. And so I went on and I joined all these clubs and these clubs have like 200,000 members, 400,000 members. And it's all NFT based and they're all, and they're all networking and chit-chatting and the whole thing. I'm like, wow, I really underestimated. And now that Mark Zuckerberg is basically renamed everything meta, right. For metaverse Mm -hmm. his, I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. It's if you think my stuff sounds far-fetched, I mean, his stuff is not only far-fetched, but absolutely scary because they already know our personal algorithms. They know who we talk to, when we talk to, they know all our personal information. They have all our personal everything our addresses our phone numbers our whatever it is our driver's license on some of them how they identify us and so what's happening is like they have all this information but now they want to pull it into the business thing so now they're going to be able to monitor your business and your personal and I'm just like I don't know like it seems a little evasive like what he's trying to do and turn my light on it seems a little invasive of what he's trying to do um or what he's doing and kind of like the characters, how it looks like all these monsters are around and weird shit that's around. I mean, I like to me, like seems like a bit much, but we'll see what happens. It's not happening I, right away. It's a process, you know. Well, it's it's it's, it's, it's going to hit. I mean, they're they're he's doing it for a reason. He's doing it to grow it and continue to grow. So well, you're yeah, he's well, he's in a position right where it's like it's not enough that he's already in everybody's head literally, but mm-hmm. now he wants to get just a little bit deeper you know and and for for me that really bothers me he was in our politics he controlled completely what happened uh with politics on on the page we had no freedom of speech if you were not for the party that you know that they wanted you to be for and so just in that was just really a scary thought I mean they denied the president the ability to speak on a public platform because I mean that how much power do you you have if you can shut the president up and, and get it, away with it and, I, yeah, I mean, and it's still holding true today that's that's i know and twitter too like he can't tweet he probably shouldn't but i'm saying like it's, just, <laughs> oh, it's a it's, different story yeah this is but it's amazing that they could basically shut the president up sorry boop, you're done and there's nothing they can do so well, we, it's, we talked about that the other day and it was you know everybody should be able to talk to, to talk yeah, no, no matter no matter what they're saying it, it you know it really doesn't matter so to shut anybody down that i think that's overstepping any boundaries for anybody right well they they were calling it like a a safety issue and this and that and certainly well, if people are trying to gather a mob together to break down the doors of something i would see, i would say that that's probably a, a a boundary or anybody that's saying let's go um get together with our guns and show up here <laughs> That would probably also be a boundary um, or just, you know, I mean, really people nowadays really have to do their due diligence and their own personal research because 
just because it's on the internet doesn't make it so stuff about diseases and you know covid or cancer or whatever it is i mean you really have to do your research because i mean as of right now if you're like i have an ache under my armpit and it feels like hot in my left ear and you type that into google something's coming up okay oh yeah and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's actually the disease thing you know so you could kind of like kind of go down the rabbit hole with trying to diagnose yourself or you know anything so it can be a very dangerous place so it's it's an interesting it's we, we live in an interesting world where information is plentiful but then also completely deceiving at the same time so yeah yeah that's to, yeah. that's the it problem with it is the information is plentiful but three quarters of it is bullshit so it's it's hard to decipher you know make sure make sure you're doing your your research and doing your work to and, and why it's so important nowadays to to get both sides so that yeah. you can which side do I want to do I believe it which side makes more sense to me yeah so ignorant gullible people are in a bad shape that's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> like those, they gotta they gotta you know you know whatever come up with, come up with me <laughs> or something because those poor people they're just I mean they're just it's everything's a scam I mean everything's a scam yeah. it's scary well, and scam, like you said, so NFTs are not, so to get segue back into them. <laughs> yeah, NFTs, they're not well, NFTs, well, they can be, I mean, people can scam. I mean, there's all kind. I mean, there's a scam in everything, but NFTs are, yeah, are an interesting medium. Right now, cryptocurrency is way down, certainly mm-hmm. the time to buy. A lot of people are really afraid. They feel like it's going to go bye-bye because it's plummeting. Um, this has happened multiple times before, just in the last two years. So this is not a huge surprise. It's still way up from the, uh, uh, what was it, like a, two years ago, uh, Bitcoin was at $1,200. It's at 37000 So it's not quite like plummeting the way people think. And Ethereum, when I bought it a year and a half ago, was at three hundred and two dollars or something and it's at 2700 and that's considered low so just to kind of put things in perspective that you know stuff Mm -hmm. is still i mean astronomically high considering where it came from just a year and a half ago i mean stocks don't even usually climb no stocks climb that fast and like stay and hum and you know i mean i guess if it's google or something but or apple or one of those but you know like stocks take a long time to build um in the NFT and cryptocurrency community, we have become unbelievably impatient. So like, we want stuff to happen now, we want stuff to sell now, and when it doesn't, we, be, we think we're a complete failure. So uh, um, hopefully that's gonna start to die out because uh, you know a lot of people are getting really depressed. Like, oh my God, I, just, I, I put out an NFT yesterday and nobody bought it. And it's like, calm down dudes, stuff takes time. Picasso didn't become Picasso after one painting. You know what I mean? Like things, things take time. People have to realize that things still do take time. And just because cryptocurrency is on this big fast track and everybody's in such a rush um, that just to, just to hang tight, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. And just, you know, just keep pursuing anybody that's getting into NFTs, just keep pursuing what you're passionate about and keep um, promoting your product. You know, if you believe in it, other people eventually believe in it. And sometimes it just takes a really long time. So, so that's, that's how, my does advice. Get, how does one get started? Not maybe both, both questions. 
mm-hmm. buying it and or creating one of your own? So buying it is a lot easier than creating one. Sure. And the reason why is because there's lots of different um, NFT series that you can actually go and use your credit card, like NBA Top Shots, one of my favorites of all times. NBA Top Shots is on the Flow um, blockchain. It's in their own ecosystem. They have their own wallets. And any grandma can go on to um, mbatopshots.com, I guess it is. And you put in your debit card, as easy as that, and you create a profile. And what they do is they populate your wallet. They convert your dollars to cryptocurrency. And boom, you're ready to go. You're in the marketplace. You're ready to buy, sell, trade. And so you're ready to get right in. And so that's probably one of the, that's probably why they're at a billion dollar market cap on top of being the MBA is because it's so, the interface is so user-friendly. And so you don't have to get an exchange. You don't have to get a crypto wallet. You don't have to do transfer it. And, you know, there's a danger in transferring from your exchange to your crypto wallet and you can lose the you can lose the cryptocurrency in the ethernet by, by not putting in like the wrong, you know, if you put in the wrong digits, um, people do it all the time. Millions of millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency is sitting in weird places that nobody can access anymore because they didn't have the correct wallet to wallet. It's very confusing, but and it's decentralized, so nobody can help you. Whereas something like NBA Top Shots, they basically hold your hand. It's secure. It's insured, and there's no scamming going on there because they're completely in control of their ecosystem, and they're not really decentralized financing. They are. Um, know your audience. Um, so they're, so they're, everything's, you know, everything's accounted for. And um, which is, which is a really, if you want to be in decentralized financing, probably that's not the one for you, but it is a great way to get started in NFTs because you can buy packs, you can buy select, you can buy NFTs for as cheap as like 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever. And then you turn around, sell them for 20. And then you turn around and buy one for 10 and sell it for 30. And you could possibly get a LeBron James and sell it for 150. So there's, it's, it's really kind of like glorified gambling. And it's, it's like pulling that thing on the slot machine where you never know what you're going to get. So in essentially that's why people are kind of flocking to those kinds of NFTs because they're just really easy to get into all the other NFTs. It's, it is a rigmarole. Someone needs to sit with you and understand how to create a wallet and how to access the marketplaces because there's so many different platforms that you can buy NFTs on, OpenSea being the largest one. But even that, you have to know how to open a wallet, have cryptocurrency in it, and then even buying the NFT is is tough because there's many different um, buttons that you have to click to accept it. And, And what people don't realize is sometimes you can accept it, but then the the miners the people putting you in the hash on the ledger on the blockchain, there's only so much that can go on each block, right? And if you don't make it into that block, for whatever reason, there's too many people on at the same time, they'll deny you, but you still have to pay the gas fee. So you could be upwards of $100, $200 and still not receive the NFT. So it, there, it's, it's, I don't want to scare anybody, but it's, it's, it's complicated. But once you figure it out and you have an understanding, it's, it's a, obviously a lot easier but it took me um, about it took me months and months and months of really immersing myself in the NFT community to understand how to um, how to even get a wallet set up. It was I was so intimidated mm. by it. Um, if you want to make an NFT, I don't know if I'll be able to actually explain it to anybody on this show because you really need to have the interface in front of you. 
and have okay. someone kind of walk you through it with your, you have to connect your wallet. You have to, um, there's many different platforms and you can, you can use Tezos, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Polygon. I mean, Cardano, there's many different blockchains that you can sell on and marketplaces are um, specifically use specific um, uh, currency, uh, cryptocurrency. So um, the biggest one, which I've said before, is OpenSea, and they now accept wrapped ETH, Ethereum, Polygon, Solana. Um, they're about to uh, accept Flow. So they have a lot more um, options available and certain cryptocurrencies, the gas prices, which is the transfer fee, um, is a lot cheaper. Ethereum is unbelievably expensive. Ethereum is the number one. It's the one that's ruining the ecosystem, the ruining the, the earth, I should say, not just the ecosystem, but ruining the planet because it takes a copious amount of energy to run these servers in order to keep that blockchain running. Oh. And um, yeah. Like legitimately, so, like oh, realistic. No, it's, it's, oh no, it's an unbelievable, you, you wouldn't, you, you would not even imagine. And in fact, there was a thing on the news a couple months ago and they were stalking this one, it's like a warehouse or something. And they thought for sure they saw people going in and out and it, they were, they were being so secretive <laughs> and they, the cops and the FBI or whoever were like on top of them. And I, I think, I don't think it was in America. I think it was somewhere over in Germany or something like that. And they were, they were thinking that it was the whole drug operation. And when they finally busted in with their guns and everything, it was like walls of servers <laughs> and energy going and everything like that. And they're like, what are you guys doing? They're like, Oh, we're, we're mining Bitcoin. They're like, what's like, what's that? You know, so <laughs> like they're not breaking the law. They're just, they were using an incredible amount of resources in order to run all those things. So essentially they were sucking energy from other, you know, from others. It was, oh, sure. it was you know, it was a, it was a strain on the grid for sure. So they couldn't really arrest them for anything, but at the same time, it's, it, it, it's just an, it's, it's, it was kind of interesting to see that because they were just like, oh, uh, we were, they were expecting like bricks of cocaine or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was not what was going on. So, yeah. So, okay. So interesting. If, if we wanted to make and just say we wanted to make an NFT of our beautiful logo back here, is there, mm -hmm. is there somebody we can just call and be like, make an NFT of this? Is that it's not that well easy. anybody anybody that has a specifically a metamask wallet and anybody that has uh, their metamask wallet connected to OpenSea, um when you have a metamask wallet you automatically can connect it to OpenSea, and it automatically populates a profile for you so you can buy sell and trade through that profile and your wallet's automatically connected there is many different i was i was when I was getting involved with just minting my minting my own stuff way in the early of last year, I was on using Tezos, which is a very cheap cryptocurrency. And I was on a couple sites called Calament, Hickanuck, and uh, God, I can't remember the other one. But anyways, they're they're a little hard to understand. I would never be able to understand. I would never be able to convey how to like get on there. Once I there's all these rooms in Clubhouse and stuff like that where they talk live and they walk you through everything and they were very generous with walking me through. So one of the things I always tell people is go on Clubhouse and get you have to get invited, but get an invitation to Clubhouse. Put your interests as being NFT and tech. Um, start following the rooms. You'll get pinged on the rooms once you start following people that are you know have the same interests. You'll start being pinged to come in rooms like 
how to make an NFT or what's an NFT. I mean, they have all these starter rooms and really that's kind of where I started. Like I started with what's a non-fungible token, you know, like we started like way down at the very, very basic thing. And so, um, and then I started getting in rooms where they're like, oh, we're going to, um, we're going to do drops today. And then we're going to show newbies how to kind of get their own profile started. And like, you know, it's, it was, it was a community of people helping people. And um, without that community, I never would have uh, been able to understand or learn the ins and outs of, of what's going on. And I, and I have, I have a profile on many platforms, uh, marketplace platforms, like foundation, you have to be invited in, you have to be um, voted in by other people that are in foundation. And um, so, and that's kind of a hoity-toity one. Like if you have a foundation um, uh, profile that you can sell on, you could buy there, but you can't sell on it. It's kind of a big deal. Um, I tried to sell one of my licensed artworks I did when I was licensed with Playboy, one of my Playboy pieces, because I figured, well, I'm just doing one. And if I'm in a gallery and I do an original of, say, one of you guys, you guys can't come after me. It's an original. It's a one of one. So I thought the same laws applied. And so I put up one of my Playboy things and I told Playboy about it because I was all proud. Um, they did a cease and desist and said they were going to sue the pants off me if I didn't take it down. And I actually had to burn the NFT to a burn wallet, which if you do that, it's the biggest no-no, the biggest worst thing ever. If you have to burn an NFT, there's a real bad problem. And so, um, yeah, and they shut down my profile that I had just gotten accepted to and they ruined my, you know, I was able to get it back, but um, yeah. So it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a different world and the um, what you can and can't do as far as copyright and intellectual property is not the same as what it is in real life with printing and everything else. And one of the reasons why is because once you put something on an NFT, it's forever. Yeah. So sure. Yeah, it's forever. But the platform that I would suggest to if you're going to mint something would be OpenSea. And if you guys need any help with any of it, I'd be happy to help you kind of onboard you. Um, once you walk through it, you'll be like, okay, mystery solved. It's not really as crazy as, I mean, some people are like, oh, I've been thinking about this for months. I've been wanting to mint my mm-hmm. own work and thinking about it for months and I haven't gotten up the courage and like everybody made it to be this like monumental secretive activity or something. And it, it's really not, it's just a sequence of buttons and you just have to know that sequence. And that's really just it, you know, just understanding what the buttons are that you're pushing and making sure that you have the cryptocurrency and to, you know, it costs money to create. It's not free. Right. So, and that it can cost, if the gas prices are high, it can cost $200 to make an NFT you're selling for 20 bucks. So, I mean, oh, okay. yeah, therein lies part of the problem. <laughs> so yeah. that's where you want to obviously sell enough to brand. Well, I mean, or you no. want to have an audience right you want to have an audience and you want to have uh you want to have a community where you know people are interested and want to buy because um nowadays just putting an nft up and expecting someone to buy it is kind of hard to do because because of all the ways that it's evolved in terms of um it's become like a commodities floor right like it's become buying selling trading has become like stock market and trading has become a very big industry for a very for between 20 and 30 year old men specifically 
who maybe never even went to college now are becoming millionaires because they've figured out the formula of how to basically spend 20 hours a day on all the discords and all the marketplaces and finding the drops at the mint and um, buying low and turn around and, you know, flipping it for just double, like say to buy something for 200, they'll sell it for 300. And then they made that hundred dollar profit. And if they do that enough times in a day, then they can make a pretty substantial amount of money. And then they can buy the bigger NFTs that are more valuable. And there's lots of um, NFT series that are just killing it. There's um, the Board Ape Yacht Club, right? That came out. You, I'm sure you know, you haven't heard about it. Have not. No. So Board Ape Yacht Club, if you uh, Google it, it's um, one of the most popular NFT series. It's a generative. There was 10,000 of them in the series. And a generative NFT goes like this. Someone, It's an artist or a group of artists and they create a, a base. So for Board Ape Yacht Club, there's a monkey. I and, have. And so the monkey has things called traits. So maybe there'll be 150 different traits. So think of like a paper doll. So you have the base of the paper doll. It always looks exactly the same and all the clothes seem to fit it, right? Like no matter what clothes you put on, all the clothes fit it, the hats, the hair, the whatever. So the generative art is that they have all these traits in the base and they put it in a randomizer and they spit out however many they want. Usually 10,000 is the standard. So there's 10,000 randomized NFTs that all look like you know, the ape and it's all in the thing. So they, so if you, when they do a drop, you try to get on the whitelist, which is the presale. And then you're able to mint, which means you directly mint from their, from their platform and um, you get it at the cheapest price possible. And then it populates onto the marketplace of like open sea and people can buy them on the secondary market. Once, once they've been minted, they show up on the secondary market. So you can always find them in the collection together but then when someone buys them, it also duplicates and populates into people's wallets. So you can see, you know, it's very transparent. You can see who has what, who has what in all their wallets. It just, you can click on everybody's wallet if you want. So the Board Ape Yacht Club, I think they were selling for about two, uh, $400. There was 10,000 of them. They are going for millions of dollars each now. I think millions. I saw, um, of, Justin Bieber just bought one, you know, so. Paris Hilton. And Jimmy Fallon did one of themselves or something like, like a custom one. Is well, that, I think they did a, with glasses. They did, I think they either did a joke one or they each own one and they bought one on the secondary market that had traits that kind of, they yes. resonated with. Right. Like, so he yes. wanted something that kind of, he identified with. So he found one there's, you know, there's um, Hugh Hefner's wife, his widow or whatever name's crystal she's a big nft person and she went on and bought a board eight for a quarter million dollars and she bought one with rabbit ears so for her that was like that represent that eight represented her and it's become a status symbol some of these nfts have become they people use them as their avatars for their profile picture and social media and other things and they've become a status symbol like 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 a Gucci or any of these other things, you wear a pair of Nikes or those, what are those ones uh, that Kanye West created or they're, um, <laughs> God, they're so ugly and I can't remember the name, but you know what I'm talking about. The I do, but I blocked thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Or Jordans or whatever. And like, it becomes a status symbol. Um, it just, it's, it's, it's crazy. One of the first, the first NFT that came out was called CryptoPunks. And if, if you look them up, they are these, it's a little square 
and it's very pixelated because there's only so many pixels in there and that's why they look like minecraft or something you know sure. they look they have that look and um they came out in 2017 and when they did come out um they were selling for 300 a piece there was 10,000 of them in the collection and it took months and months and months to sell out if you have a crypto punk now you are worth millions of dollars they are just worth millions of dollars and you it's they're hard to buy unless you're wealthy so anybody that owns these type of nfts that do really well are create communities where they are in clubs that you can only get in if you have one of these nfts and so now it's become like the billionaires the new billionaires club essentially and so you can see where nfts are like there are so many different um ways that nfts are affecting people they're they're um they're cachet right they're like credibility um they're show-offs they're people making money there's the lower end of group of nfts that people don't there's just there's millions of them and all these different collections that people are buying and selling there's hedge funds that get together and they buy groups of nfts together um so like uh there's one called world of women and when they first came out, they were selling for $161 each. And I personally remember thinking I should probably buy one because they'll probably, they have a really good message and it's women helping women. And so I thought I should buy one, but I just couldn't, I'm an artist and I didn't like the art. I didn't, okay. I thought it was really simple. And so I was like, eh. and now they're going, one is going to Christie's auction in the month of March. And so now the average price of one of these uh, world of women is around 29 to $40,000. And they just signed a deal with Reese Witherspoon and the sunshine company and Oprah Winfrey has jumped on board. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I'm just like, Oh, I mean, there's so many of those that like, you know, we have communities where we talk about them and on Twitter and stuff. And like, it's a big deal. To, they call it shilling. And oh. when, yeah, when you shill, you know, you talk about these NFTs that you should buy and that kind of a thing. So there's, there's a lot to the community, not just, um, not just an artist anymore. Isn't just like, Oh, Hey, I have a piece of artwork and I'm going to sell it. It's, it's kind of evolved past that. It's become a lot harder for the, just the average bear artist to kind of make a living off the NFTs. You kind of have to be attached to a project or something that's a little bit bigger, um, to, to garnish a community to be interested. And you also have to have what's called a utility to the NFT, which means what does the NFT do for you besides looking at it? If the utility is, it's just pretty and you're looking at it, that's fine. But the utility also has to have there in order for people to really chomp on, it has to have another utility. Like our utility is you get a gold key and you get to get in the mansion and you get to come to events. So essentially you're buying into um, Ticketron, right? To come to the mansion. Right. So that's the utility for us. Everybody has a different utility. Some people are their games or they become avatars for a metaverse world or a game or anything else. So it's a lot of gaming. It's definitely attached to a lot of gaming. Snoop Dogg is buying death row records and the entire catalog of death row records off of the sales of his NFTs. I mean, it's, oh. it's beyond. Yeah. Wow. He, he recently made $75 million overnight um, off of selling some NFTs. So and he's going to create an entire record label, NFT-based. So wow. he, he is about to become the most iconic uh, musician on the planet. Um, guaranteed in the next three years, Snoop Dogg's going to be um, someone to be reckoned with for sure. 
I mean, he's going to, he's going to break a lot of ground. I mean, sure. he's, he's moving and shaking. Yeah. He's a contender who knew, right. Who knew he's just yeah, a right. guy. Now right. He's like, he's definitely the OG of NFTs. <laughs> like, well, Snoop Dogg can do it. <laughs> no, he's, he's a brilliant guy though. He's yeah, a yeah, no, guy. I, and that's not a knock yeah. on him. I just, his, yeah. his head's a little clouded every day as I guess. To every honest. day. How can he keep track? How does he keep track and be that stone? I have no clue. It's just, it's incredible. So it, it, it is a feat in its own, you know, to be able to survive like that, but well, I, I'm sure that's he's norm. Yeah. He's that he's used to it now. So, <laughs> so if somebody wants to get involved with what you've got going on, can you, I mean, what is, what is the rundown of where we would start to get ourselves the ability in to your universe? to buy one of these NFTs when they're available. Okay, so it's very exciting because we have our social media. We have an Instagram account, which is at the gatefolds on Instagram, Twitter, the same at the gatefolds. And um, all of those have a link into our discord. The discord is all the information, all the official links, announcements, all the information you need to know is on our discord. All those funnel into the discord. We also have a website, which is gatefolds.io. And, um, and then that also has only one call to action, which is join the Discord. So everything funnels into the Discord. Um, okay. Unfortunately, Discord is it's kind of an odd, uh, you know, people don't understand the URL. So that's why we funnel everything in from all of our social media and our website. But once you're on the Discord, you'll be able to talk live with me. Um, and I'm in, uh, huh? I'm in, you're in. So, 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 um, the playmates are there. There's many, many playmates that have joined the discord. However, we are not, um, I'm not allowing the playmates just to talk in the regular public channels because, um, they are super exclusive and part of, you know, you have to be involved in the community of our discord in order to get the perks, to be able to get into other channels where you can access the girls. Um, and I did that on purpose. Cause I don't want, I don't want dudes to just go, Oh, just go to this discord and ha there's no, you know, there's no participation. They're just looky loose. The last thing you want is to have a store and have a bunch of people in there that are, that are not participating in what you're selling. Right. So, so we're trying to engage our audience by having them, invite other people. We're having contests. Mind you, the discord just opened up a week ago. So we're, are, we're really, really new. I mean, it literally just started. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have a good community leader and we're doing contests. Um, we're going to be giving away NFTs. We're going to be doing derivative contests, which is where people can take the, the NFT, basically we'll give them an NFT to work off of and they can create their own NFTs and artwork, which is what a derivative is. And they can, um, you know, basically show off. There's so many incredible artists out there. So that's always a fun contest for, for um, people just to basically showcase their artistic abilities and put their spin on our um, product, which is always interesting to see how other people um, what they would, what they would like to see or how they would, you know, their, their character of how they would, how they see the NFT. And, um, and, and really even after the drop, it's going to be continuation of engaging with the community um, because more and more girls will be accessible and um, people will be able to go on there. It's a pretty small community right now. So anybody that goes on there right now is going to get a lot of attention 
and be able to, you know, I'm talking to everybody. I'm literally like, I know all kinds of stuff about these people. I know where they're from, how many kids they have, you know, so we're getting really personal with, you know, just sharing and stuff like that, which is, which is really, really great. You know, once the discord goes into the, you know, thousands where there's thousands of members, it's going to be, uh, we'll have a lot more moderators and stuff, but it is going to be a lot harder to be as personal, but certainly I still will be available, um, you know, as the founder, I will be in the discord like nonstop. Like I said, sometimes I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I should log on and just see who's there. And he's going. Uh, yeah. And like, see what's going on. I don't know if you noticed that in the AMA today, someone came in as Hugh Hefner. Oh, no, we didn't see that. That must have been before we came on. Yeah. So someone has the profile, Hugh Hefner, and um, they have not revealed themselves or like, you know, I've tried to chit chat. Obviously, it's not Hugh Hefner. And I don't think anybody affiliated with Hugh Hefner or Playboy or anything else. I would just I just don't think they would do that. But um, uh, because they would they would contact me personally, they would direct message me and say, hey, it's me, whatever I'm you know i'm using hef's uh, profile but um so yeah so in the ama i'm like oh i have all the playmates here thanks for coming blah blah, blah. and i said i see we have hugh hefner in the house but i would really love to know who that is and they <laughs> left <laughs> they got embarrassed they like, okay. left right away. yeah so and i would imagine there's all types well there are there definitely are out there <laughs> um and you're just you continually include um bringing more playmates on board so as this grows well, yeah because does- Right, because we're onboarding, we're, our goal is to have 100 playmates. We're at about, uh, I mean, we do about 10 a week right now. Um, we're in the 60 or 70 playmates so far. Um, you know, we onboard them, we get them acquainted, we sign all the contracts, we gather their assets, we scoot them onto the Discord. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but there was quite a few playmates there today. There was like... Yeah a dozen or more, which I I was like, so great. I was like, Oh, you guys are so sweet. They all, they're all interested. They all want to understand and know. So it's really good. I mean, we're all kind of, you know, we're all kind of learning together and really the project is about rising together as a team, as a sorority, as a, you know, as a collection together, there's no girl that's more important than any other girl. Um, Some girls have a lot more followers than other girls, but I always try to tell them it's really not about who has more, who has what, because we're, we're kind of all in this together. If people collect us, they're, they're not, they're collecting me, her and that girl. They're not just collecting because they just like me. They're going to want to collect as in the, in sure. the name oh, yeah. collection, right? I mean, you don't collect one playboy. You want to collect all of them, right? You want to collect right. as many as possible. So I, I think that's, you know, the message I keep trying to convey to the girls is to understand that we're a group and we're bigger and we're better in numbers, but the hundred Playmate mark is my goal. Um, I'm finding now that we launched and we're all putting stuff out on social media. I'm having a lot of girls that I couldn't contact before. Like I just wasn't in touch with them contacting me and saying, Hey, am I, can I come in? And I don't think so. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And it's a lot of new girls. It's a lot of girls between 2010 and 2015. So there's a huge, I know I'm like, I'm, I'm thrilled to have these girls. I mean, they're, they're gorgeous and they're, um, they're, technically you know they, they have they could be they understand technology <laughs> they all have digital assets i don't have to go back in some archives and photographs and like scan things or anything so they're much easier um to onboard honestly sure. they're 
just the, the, the younger you are, it just seems like the easier you are to understand like technology and how things are, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you, you like, you're born into it. It just is, you know, like the internet, my daughter doesn't know anything different than the internet having been there. Right? I remember when the internet was invented and so right. do you guys. Absolutely. And it was, it was a hard thing to understand, like, well, where's the cord and where do I, how do you, <laughs> what is it and what's it useful for besides porn? Like, what are we using this for? So it's kind of NFTs technology is only scratching the surface as to what we can apply it for, the utility of what we can apply it for. Imagine if we use NFT technology for voting for the president, there would be, they oh. don't want that. There would be no, I think I said that in the last podcast, there'd be no way to cheat. There'd be no way for them to go, well, we have all these extra votes. You, it would be totally impossible. So um, everything would be accounted for and you could be, because it's all digital, you would press one button and you could see where the bots were and where the real stuff was and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of utility that it can be used for mortgages, car loans, healthcare is the next one that's coming up. Healthcare is a big one. Um, there's a lot of fraud in the healthcare industry. So oh, yeah. Thing where there's a lot of fraud nft has a huge solution for it so it's it's really up and coming i guarantee in the next 12 months in 12 in 12 months from now in a year from exactly from now if we talk again we're going to laugh at how much it's evolved just in the short period of time and you guys will have a like a huge understanding of it and you'll be like oh yeah it was like no big deal now <laughs> so, it is amazing how quickly it moves yeah it's lightning it's scary yeah. It's lightning. And like, I feel like I'm never, it's like golf and tennis. Like you never feel like you're really on your game. Like you're still evolving as you know what I mean? Like this, you never really get good at golf, right? Like you can always improve. It feels the same way. And I hate to put a sports analogy to it, but it kind of, yeah, I can't, I never feel like I understand it enough. I never feel like I, I kind of like feel like, Oh shit, I didn't know that, you know? So yeah, yeah it's a, it's a lot to learn. And back it to- is, and my son, who's a, is has been getting into it. So, how old talk, is he? He's thirty two now. Oh my god! You only look thirty two. He's not thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> no, you your can't face. have a thirty two. Wait, she she thinks I look thirty one. So <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> no, you got no. That's not possible. Oh my god! It, it's well, very possible. Um, yes, my son is thirty two, and um, you were twelve. Yeah. So he keeps talking, we would get together and I'm just like, what, what, what? And he's farming. Yeah. So you're right. He's into it. So um, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Is he buying NFTs or is he just getting acquainted? He's getting acquainted, but he's more into the crypto stuff now. And he's he's farming land. I don't know. (laughs) He's buying and he, he's trying to set me up and he's buying land, but his wife is a, is an artist and she has a, you know, a, a shop and on all of her paintings and stuff. And I'm just like, I, Hey, watch our podcast and get your wife into this. So yeah. Yeah. Get on yeah. clubhouse. Yeah. Get on clubhouse for sure. And, and get into some rooms. You'll be surprised how much you learn. Even Twitter space, just get in some rooms. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to talk to her and talk to her, both of them. I did not know Twitter had uh Twitter space. I have no idea. Yeah, Twitter not... space just happened in the last nine months. Oh, you heard gotcha. of Clubhouse, right? Yeah. 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 So Clubhouse was a big hub for NFT anything, and all the rooms were popping off all the time. It's now moved 
there's still a lot there, um, but a lot of it's, a majority of it's moved over to Twitter. I don't know why, but they started Twitter space and it's just, that's all it, I mean, I, I guess it's whoever you follow and those kind of rooms come up because I follow mostly NFT everything. So the rooms that come up right now are all these Twitter spaces and they, they talk about they talk about everything and they do drops and you learn different things. I'm on all, sometimes I fall asleep to it and it's like in my ear as I fall asleep because they talk about things that I never heard of and like the smart contracts and like different, different things. And now there's an ERC 721A token. So it causes gas prices do this. And now I'm like, I didn't know anything about that. Like that's all news to me. And no, that's been happening for a couple months. Like it's been five years. So I learn. I'm I'm learning so much. I can't even like. I don't think if I went to college, I could have learned this much. Honestly, I don't think a, a college needs to come up to par because this is not. There it is again, golf. But college needs to come <laughs> up. Uh, needs to, you know, and I'm sure they do. But it it's there's just so much in this space that needs to be taught and people for to understand. Um, there needs to be more of an outlet than just Twitter and oh. you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you can't trust everything. But I'm gonna look now, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so, my mind is <laughs> overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I don't even know how you guys grasped it because it took me. It took me a year or two. I found out in 2017 about NFTs, and it it literally took me until last, the beginning of last year, to kind of go, okay, I think I get it. So it took me a really long time. Yeah, First, I, it was I still don't get it. But- I don't, I don't get it, but I, I, I'm, I, I enjoy this conversation yes. because, you know, this is, this is the best way for me to learn is to hear people that know what they're talking about, convey it to me. <laughs> so, and, and well, the, like you yeah, just said, was the whole, some of the things it's overblown. Once you get in, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah. Um, no. And then you just got to start. Yeah. You just got to start like, so I, when I onboard the girls, I give them I give them this little story about NFTs to make them understand because you keep hearing people say, well, I can just screen capture your $2 million board ape. And now why do I have to pay for it? Because I can just, now I have it on my computer. That's how you see it. I see it the same way. It's the exact same image. So if you go into the Louvre and you go into the room with the Mona Lisa, right. And everybody knows that that Mona Lisa is priceless because of the signature that garn- that, that bears the name, you know, Da Vinci, right? So mm-hmm. if it, so we know that that's worth, that's priceless. His name is on it. His signature is on it. But if you go into the gift shop and you buy a poster of the Mona Lisa for 10 bucks and put it up on your wall, you're not fooling anybody, are you? It's not like you screen captured it. Now it's in your house. And it's like, well, the Mona Lisa is there, but it's also here. I have the Mona Lisa. It's really doesn't have the value because it doesn't have that signature on it. And what the smart contract and the coding of the token that's ledgered onto the blockchain is so important is because it not only creates ownership, but it also creates the scarcity, which you cannot copy or duplicate. So you, 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 you can't replicate that Mona Lisa. You can repaint it. No, everybody's going to know that that's not the real one. And it's the same thing with an NFT. Everybody who knows about NFTs knows that that's not the real one. And you can't even lie and say, oh, I own all this and this and this, because then we'll go check your wallet and, sh- and see that you're bullshit. So you can't even bullshit. So having a copy of an, it's like, you know, everybody knowing that your purse, your Gucci purse is fake, right? <laughs> it looks the same, but it doesn't have that one 
buckle on it that shows that it's real or whatever it is. I don't know, right. but it's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. You can walk around and pretend like you have the real thing, but you don't, and it doesn't have the value. And, um, so that's kind of like, that's kind of a little tutorial I give the girls to kind of get them to understand and non-fungible, which is what NFT stands for non-fungible token, um, which more people are understanding. And so to understand fungibility is to understand like a dollar bill is fungible, right? I can give you four quarters for that dollar because it's fungible. It's worth, it has other things that are worth the same value. A $5 bill is worth five $1 bills because they're all worth the same thing, right? They're fungible. You can trade one for the other. An NFT is non-fungible because it doesn't have anything that you can we put a dollar amount on it. Sure. What people will pay, but there isn't anything else like it that you can trade it for. There's nothing else you can trade for the Mona Lisa, right? There is nothing else. There's a, someone could buy it for a billion dollars and maybe that's the price tag on it. But honestly, there isn't anything that's equal to it that you can trade directly across. And that's what non-fungibility uh, relates to. So okay, I don't know okay. if that, if you can understand that, but that's kind of in a nutshell about what non-fungible token means. I think what's funny is I had never heard the word fungible until I heard the word non-fungible. So I know. I'm like, I know. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a word until the <laughs> I didn't either, but it's in the dictionary. I yeah. mean, so well, it's a word. It's just not something that we've we just really had in our vocabulary right. as a mainstream word. You know, it's kind of interesting when when I was learning about NFTs and it said non-fungible and they were doing the whole dollar thing, I was like, I didn't even know, like, even in our economics class, we never heard of the word fungible. I mean yeah. You know, so it is a new, it is definitely an existing vocabulary that really is being reintroduced into society, mainstream words. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, I think what the biggest thing about tonight will be, you know, nope, I didn't understand everything you just said to me, but the more I hear it and the more... Yeah. You, you know, you talk about it. it The more interested you get. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So that is very helpful to me in my old brain. (laughs) I think what's, I think what people have, a what they do is they ask the question, why does anybody care? Why would anybody want sure. to flex you can't hold? Why would anybody want to spend something money on something that's like a new technology that we don't really know enough about? And again, why can't I just screenshot it? Why is it? So you have to kind of like, you kind of have to put away in a box those why questions, because why do some men collect watches when they can only wear one why do some women collect 100 purses when you really only can use one why do people have sneaker um sneaker collections i know men that have sneaker collections and they have boxes and boxes and boxes but they don't dare wear any of them and they don't really even show them to anybody but they're sitting in a closet somewhere and they know that they own them and somehow that feels good to them and so it's like why would you want to do that so the why question really is is irrelevant you kind of have to like allow yourself to take that those questions off the table because that's going to get you stuck into not understanding what an nft is you gotta gotta let that go and just kind of yourself into like okay you know just the why questions are really bad (laughs) you know they don't but you make a great point because it's really it's a status thing as well i own all these sneakers sneakers to your point um and i just think now you have that break between generations like mine who like possessions and yep it's a status thing or whatever to saying i don't own these physically but i own them in my wallet or whatever the case may be so it's just a different Mm -hmm. way of thinking 
the younger generation yeah. probably can be like, look at my wallet. I got all the stuff. Right. Right. And I could show you on my phone, whereas right. me, you got to come to my house to show me, you know, all my stuff. Your, your museum here? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of because like, like Justin Bieber, right? When he bought his NFT for $2.46 million or whatever he bought it for this board ape. So he's at a party, right? And someone owned it. And they said, dude, you should buy, you want to buy this board ape. So some guy at a party met Justin Bieber. I don't know the exact story, but I'm just sure paraphrasing here like dude buy this board ape and he's like yeah i definitely want to buy one and so they got on each other's phones and you know basically some guy made you know became two and a half million dollars richer in about 40 seconds and it's just like where what is that how is that like wow it's 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 a crazy it's a it's it's crazy to wrap your head around that that's like even a possibility you know even eBay, someone could be at a party and like, dude, I have something on eBay you might want. It's like, it's, it just doesn't compare. It just it doesn't give <laughs> <No>. any point. <laughs> yeah, no. Do I, do I bid on the auction or do I buy it now? No. <laughs> no, that's all right. Well, I guess that that'll be interesting if, if, um, if eBay does end up having, and I don't know, I've been on eBay and forever. Maybe they do. I wonder if they will have an NFT. Selection or section, I should say. I mean, once eBay gets on board, I mean, I guess it's over by then. You know, then we're you might as well buy them at Kmart, right? It's like we're just we're done <laughs> as a community. Oh, uh, the NFT thing is no longer um, a big mystery. It's or if the government much. gets involved, then it's then they'll ruin. They're trying. It. They're trying. They're, They're trying. Of course, they are. Oh yeah, they want. A piece. They Why wouldn't they want a piece of it? But. This, but th that's the other interesting thing about cryptocurrency and NFT is it shows that us as a society have the ability to take matters into our own hands and create a currency that the government has nothing to do with and can't govern. And we can have wallets and we can act separate and apart from all governments in the world and create wealth for ourselves that 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 out of nothing, there's nothing, it's not based on gold or anything and right. neither is the dollar, but but not based on anything except for our perception of what we value it as. And so that to me shows like a huge evolution in our mindset as far as what government means to us, you know, uh, government, big brother, whatever, you know, like there's, and with COVID happening and us all becoming like pushed into our own little world and becoming more of a virtual society, it makes a lot of sense to have a cryptocurrency that we all agree is worth something and we're we're gonna i mean you could buy a car you could buy a house you, there's so much you can do with it now and um they're not stopping it they, they right. can't stop it india has india and china china has their own cryptocurrency so they don't allow any other cryptocurrency sure. allegedly but in india they do they have basically the government has said you're not allowed to have cryptocurrency you're not allowed to buy sell trade one of the biggest buyers of nft are the um are from india <laughs> like they're still they're still and for whatever reason they have they live in squalor they have bad plumbing they whatever they have the best wi-fi on the planet i don't know what they're doing but their wi-fi is on point and they're able to do um they're able to be very active in this community because of that so they're in their little grass huts or whatever they are the little cardboard box but their wi-fi is killing it and they're on their 
phone and they can basically have wallets that have money. And so if they're able to travel outside of the United States, they can possibly, you know, have, create better lives and like whatever. So I think they're afraid that they're, I think they're afraid because they can't get a piece of it. I, I don't know what the thought process is. Maybe they don't, they're afraid that they're not going to be able to control their um, people because yep. being poor is a huge way to control people. Oh, yeah. um, but um, I believe that there's a lot of good that's going to happen from NFT in terms of just the wealth that's happening. All of most of us in the community that are that are have these projects that have the potential to make big money, we all are have a charity or a cause that we are donating to. We all choose something that we want to give back to. And um, for one, it's a tax write-off if people are doing their taxes. So that's number one. But number two, because of the volume of money that you could potentially make, you can actually make a difference. So that's pretty freaking exciting to think that like maybe we could feed a few hundred thousand kids in America that maybe just don't have anything or, you know, someone over in Somalia that needs whatever, you know, like we are able as a society to basically also fund a lot of charity and causes that can actually really make a difference. The charities that, that my, that Gatefold Labs, my company is really interested in is women helping women by um, supporting them into bringing them into the tech world and NFT community. So um, I want to definitely bridge the diversity gap of women in a male dominated field, right? It's all men and women are very intimidated to come in, but there's a lot of smart women that, that are technical and artistic and everything else. And so we are going to be um, sharing our profits with causes and nonprofits that are um, supporting those women. So it's, that's a big, um, that is great. It's a, of a big interest of mine to do that. Definitely women helping women and breaking the stereotype of what playmates stand for. You know, we're not just girls that want to just be TNA. I mean, the girls that are involved in this project are all mothers, entrepreneurs. They've all moved on to other things. They're not just sitting there, you know, putting on the fake eyelashes and, and um, you know, shaking, shaking their ass. You know, there's, there's so much more to these women. So, and also I want women, especially who come into our community to be welcomed by the playmates and to be able to talk with us and um, and also the stigma that women have behind women that are in these magazines as, you know, like it could be an intimidation, like they feel like, oh, I, I don't look like you. Or I don't, I don't, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Being in that magazine is such a status symbol as a woman, right? Like to be, to be labeled beautiful is, of the utmost important to women in the world. And so other women, you know, envy that and, and really, really, we all got lucky, you know, all of us girls, we got lucky to be one of the 12, uh, you know, in the world to be able to be on that magazine. And we're, we feel very fortunate, but, but we also care about women as a community and not at all a, a catty space where we are competitive or, in any way jealous about anyone else's success. So definitely want to be, try to convey a message of being women, helping women and um, a safe place for women to come and speak to other women in the community that maybe they thought they wouldn't necessarily want to talk to or, or, you know, ever be able to talk to. So I think that's, I think that's the bigger message than just like, we have a bunch of NFTs that we're hawking. There's, yeah. uh, there's a bigger roadmap <clears throat> involved. Well, and I, I can tell you this, since we've started doing this with the Playmates, it, it's been eye-opening how much you girls get along 
that yeah. how much you right? are support each other and help each other. And there's yeah. no cattiness about you at no. all. And no. um, I think it's a no. great message to everyone that they can come and, you know, talk with you and be with you and stuff like that. And you're, it, it's really been wonderful to watch. It really is an cool. interview and you got all of you girls. Oh, that's so nice. Well, as we know, women are their worst enemies, right? We're the worst to each other. We're Absolutely. the first to tear each other down. We're the first to compete. We're the first to. So I, I really, I think it's important for women to know you don't have to do that. You can boost up another woman, mm-hmm. another woman um, to big heights and it only benefits you. There's no benefit in tearing someone else down. And so, um, you know, that competitiveness with the playmates, because have always created a, a atmosphere for us to um, be on a level playing field with um, celebrities, politicians, you know, movie stars, sports figures, whatever you came into the mansion, whether you were rich or poor or a playmate or a famous person, we were all in the same place doing the same thing. And there was no like, oh, can I have your autograph? It just wasn't like that. It was really just like, hey, let's hang out. Let's talk. Let's chat. And um, and so the girls, because of that environment, the girls, we always got a new friend every month. Right. So for us, it was like, who's the new girl? We all want to see her. And it's like, she comes to the door and it's like, we're all there going, welcome. Oh my God, we have a new friend. And then, then she welcomes the next girl and the next girl. And so I think because that vibe has always been instead of like girl coming into the mansion and us going, Oh, who's that new girl? We don't want to talk, you know, like, like, like politics at high like school, the, the bachelorette, oh, to, but wants to promote. <laughs> like the worst, like they all hate each other, but they're acting nice and that phoniness. And, it's so and, the opposite. Yeah. And so it's not like that for us at all. And, and still like these girls getting us together again has been like so many of them have personally gotten in touch with me and like, or called me and said, I am so glad to be like reunited with all of us girls, because for many years, we were kind of just like, we'd follow each other on social media and stuff, but we never had a place. So we never had sure. a hub. We never had a place to gather and so it's actually really, really exciting because we all genuinely care about each other. And we have a, like a very unusual bond that we don't have with anybody else on the planet. So um, in the sake of that, it's been like a really um, connecting. It's been really connecting with the girls. It's been a really great way to connect with them and stuff and like catch up. I mean, there's so many girls. I'm like, oh, I had no idea you had even had a baby or <laughs> sure. I don't know what you're doing and like what's going on in your life. So. That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, you awesome. you've definitely welcomed us into your little world. Just a small sliver of it <laughs> with the few that we we've, we've interviewed, but each one has been a delight. And we we can't thank you all enough. And more coming up. Yes, and more coming up. <laughs> yeah, and I think Kimberly Holland, she's like she's, you know, obviously wants to be on your show soon. She said that mm-hmm. she's she's up and coming. So, she was actually she was, what do you think of them? I said, "Yeah, definitely do it. Yeah, definitely do it." She's like, "Oh, okay." I so, appreciate it. Yeah. We, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. She's we've, we've got her schedule. We may, we may need to move her around and because of to segue your in, stuff. Yeah. Because she's, yeah. Because she wants to be in the, in the AMAs. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I appreciate you guys moving the schedule for me. That was so nice of you. Not oh, a problem. Absolutely. Not a problem. I mean, thank you so much. Yeah. And we, and appreciate you taking your time to explain this stuff to a couple of <laughs> big dumb dummies here, but um, I feel like I've, I've, it, it earned learned a lot tonight. Absolutely. And, um, Sparked a lot of interest. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe you guys might want to come on as a moderator or host, I guess you would call it, on one of our AMAs where maybe we could get all the girls together and you can like uh, host one of your shows 
from our Discord and maybe re-engage with some new fans that maybe you never had before and we can bring them over to your podcast. So mm-hmm. we should talk about that at some point. Once once my once the Discord gets really pumping, that okay. might that would be that would be really fun for us to do that with you guys. One hundred percent. You guys are great interviewers. A- you guys do your history. You guys know your history, and you like investigate girls, and you like you have the good questions. So yeah. um, I think that's really key with the hosting of those rooms is key, right? So awesome. well, I appreciate awesome. that, and we would add absolutely. Ian, I don't even great. care what he says. We're in. No, I know he's in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. sure. That all, of a su- all of a sudden, it's just cocktails with dimples. I'm out the door. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> oh, so tell everybody one more time. The, the AMAs on Discord are when? So that so we're doing, a, for the next couple of weeks, we're doing a reveal of who the Playmates are on this particular project, on this particular NFT series called Rogue Playmates is the name of the series. And um, it's every Monday and Thursday at five o'clock. Pacific Standard Time. And then end of March, we're, we're charted to do the drop. It may, we may push it off. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world right now that that's more important going on. So we want to be mindful of that. So we may, we may push the date to accommodate um, Russia. But um, other than that, you know, that's, that's kind of what's going on. So yeah, and gatefolds.io, www.gatefolds.io is the website. And so anybody could go there and, and um, enter the discord through the website. It's easiest. Awesome. And we'll, we'll put all your links in the show description so people can find oh, it from our, great. from our description. And Absolutely. Go from there. Great. And, and hopefully, right. hopefully we'll get to talk to you again, because like I said, I mean, this was, this was only scratching the surface for me. Oh, it and, really is. So, so much info. <laughs> right. right. So anytime, anytime. Okay. All right, guys. Thank, All right. Appreciate thank you. Very thank much. you so we much again. It. Have okay. a great night. I know you're busy. I will. All right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. 
Subscribe today. Electric acid. Electric acid.